This episode of Equity is presented by MetaLab. MetaLab designs and builds products for companies that are expecting massive growth. Slack, YouTube, and Uber are just a few of the startups that hired MetaLab on their way to becoming household names. They're the product agency that helped design the original version of Slack and the YouTube player that is still in use today. Last year, MetaLab collaborated with the founding teams at Neuralink and Pitch. Unlike a lot of other agencies, MetaLab doesn't claim to be full service. They do one thing and they do it really well, and that's digital products. If you're ready to build a product for millions of people, then visit metalab.com. Tell them TechCrunch Equity sent you. Hello, 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 and welcome to Equity Monday. Good morning. I hope you are well. It is spring in my hemisphere. Finally, at last, the winter is gone, except for the fact that it's still pretty cold. But hope springs eternal, as they say. Welcome to Equity. Of course, this is our Monday show where we unpack the numbers behind the headlines. Monday show is kind of a primer to get both you and I up and running. And uh, the good news is there's a lot of news to get through. There's a lot of it. And I am excited about every single little bit of it. But before we get into that, please do not forget that this is Y Combinator's Demo Day Week. So it's going to be hectic. If you need an intro to that particular capitalism goat rodeo, last Wednesday's episode, we ran through a bunch of the companies from the batch, companies that we, you know, wrote about or that looked interesting. So if you need a primer, it's there. But with that, let's get into the news. Welcome to the weekend news section of the show. We have two things for you today, two things that are both involving some very, very large numbers. Briefly, Israeli app monetization company IronSource is going public via a SPAC. Now, this deal values the company at around $11.1 billion. That's just above the value that fellow Israeli tech giant eToro will manage in his own SPAC-led debut that we talked about, I think it was on Friday. In short, the Israeli tech scene is seeing some massive liquidity from some of its biggest and best-known tech companies. More from me this morning on Iron Source, which appears to be rather tasty after a first brush with its financial results. And TechCrunch covered CIVO this weekend. CIVO, CIVO, S-I-V-O in any case. It's what we're calling a stripe for debt, if that makes sense. The YC-backed company has already raised $5 million at a $100 million valuation after being founded eight months ago. And per our own reporting, founder Kate Hiscox is considering taking on a Series A. Her company intends to, quote, strike deals with debt providers for gigantic credit lines that it will then through its API, work with both big and small companies to disperse via their own lending products. That's according to TechCrunch. Civo takes a cut of the interest rate differential and then helps its own customers determine credit worthiness amongst their users. So that's pretty cool. We'll see how it works. But to go from zero to a pre-Series A valuation worth nine figures in eight months and then maybe raising a Series A, that is definitely 2021 for you. All right, so this morning, there is just a lot to get through. We're going to have to be pretty brief. So check the show post on TechCrunch if you need more context. I will include links and more for every single thing we're about to get into. So pick your favorite poison and we'll be off. But first, UK delivery giant Deliveroo has set a price range for its IPO of £3.90 to £4.60 per share, which it claims values itself at between $7.6 billion and $8.8 billion pounds. Now that is all kind of here or there, but most importantly, the yet private European unicorn reported that its gross transaction volume or the value, if you will, of all the stuff that it sells through its service went up by 121% year on year, quote, at the group level in January and in February of this year. So essentially what it's saying is it had a kick butt start to 2021 and that should keep investors interested in its debut. 
And then there was a blizzard of private money news this morning. For the sake of simplicity, we are going to hybridize our funding round section and today's news because they're kind of the same thing. First up, Nuvim Shop has raised a $90 million round. Nuvim Shop is what TechCrunch calls Latin America's answer to Shopify. To quote our own Marianne Azevedo, quote, Nuvim Shop has seen the number of merchants on its platform surge to nearly 80,000 across Brazil, Argentina, and Mexico compared to 20,000 at the start of 2020. So a 4x in about a year. That's a very impressive growth in merchant volume. Now, we don't know how that converts to revenue and blah, 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 but certainly it implies pretty good growth. And investors are taking note. The company would not tell TechCrunch the new valuation that it raised its money at, but Marianne does point out that the company's Series D was triple the size of its Series C. That is pretty bullish. And the Series C came just six months ago. So this is a pretty rapid fire round. CEO Santiago Sosa would only tell TechCrunch that there was a, quote, substantial increase in valuation since its Series C. That is a little bit of information, but certainly not as much as we would like. If you know what Newfound Shop is worth, you know where to find us. And then there is some fund news. Our own Catherine Shu reported that M Capital Management, a Singapore-based venture capital firm, has announced its debut fund, M Venture Partners, or MVP, ha ha ha, that is worth just under 31 million USD. It's going to invest in about 40 early stage startups, primarily seed and quote pre-series A, with an average check size to kick things off of about $500,000. And then there's this news from our own Mike Butcher. This is a strange one. Quote, newly formed Aldea Ventures announced a 60 million euro first close of its pan-European fund with the aim of reaching its target 100 million euro. The idea is ambitious to invest in 700 startups across Europe. Now, how are you going to do that with 60 million euros? Well, what they're going to do is put some money into micro-venture capital firms and reserve some capital to make Series A investments. So they're going to seed other funds that are writing the smallest checks and then I presume back the best ones from those things out of their other checks for Series A's. It's a little confusing, but at the same time, it's maybe innovative. We'll see. Keep an eye on them. Aldea Ventures. And then finally, there is the Spark Capital News. This is, um, this is probably going to be the story of the week in terms of discussion and moral questions. So I'm going to read from Natasha's reporting here verbatim. Venture capital firm Spark Capital has decided to sever all ties with Dispo, a photo-sharing app co-created by famous YouTuber David Dobrik. The move, announced by the firm late Sunday, was triggered by a recent investigation by Business Insider that exposed allegations from a woman who said that a member of Dobrik's vlog squad sexually assaulted her. Quote, in light of recent news about the vlog squad and David Dobrik, the co-founder of Dispo, we have made the decision to sever all ties with the company, Spark Capital tweeted. We have stepped down from our position on the board and we are in the process of making arrangements to ensure we do not profit from our recent investment in Dispo. Spark had recently led a $20 million round worth about $200 million into Dispo a month ago. This is going to be a big deal. Keep an eye on it amongst all the rest of the news. And then to close us out, two things from the health tech space. I love to find thematic groupings of funding rounds. And so these two kind of caught my eye for their diversity of focus, but they are in the health tech space. First up, Happify Health, H-A-P-P-I-F-Y, or what Crunchbase News calls a, quote, software-enabled healthcare platform to improve mental and physical health. Let me tell you, if there's software that can give me better abs, I'm in. Anyways, it raised a $73 million Series D. That round is about a week ago, March 17th, but paired with a recent $115 million round that Clarify Health announced, and we have nearly $200 million going into software work that startups are doing to attack modern healthcare from several angles. Now, sure, the two investments are worth a fraction of what Stripe managed to raise in one round just last week, but it's still worth noticing just how wide the startup remit really is in 2021. 
and how much capital there is available even to business genres that may feel somewhat far from the startup core. Closing today, this is going to be a hectic, busy week. It's going to be nuts, but we are going to get through it together. We're going to get across that finish line on Friday in good spirits. We're going to drink a lot of coffee. We're going to go for runs. We are going to take screen breaks. Yes, it is just Monday, but it will be the weekend before we know it. Equity itself is back on Wednesday with an episode on equity crowdfunding. That should be a great damn time. We do have a special guest joining us that you've heard of that I am so excited about. Also, Extra Crunch Live this week is Naveen Chana from Mayfield and Manish Chandra, one of the co-founders over at Poshmark. That is March 24th at noon Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern time. I'm Alex over on Twitter, Equity is Equity Pod on Twitter. And in the meantime, good luck. 